Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Today is a great day. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Again, this is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom. We're with the Faith in God Internet TV, and we want to thank God for you being with us today. And we're going to start our program out by going before the throne of God in a word of prayer. Let us pray. Precious Father in heaven, in Jesus' name, Lord, as we come before your presence, we thank you. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we give you glory just for who you are. want to thank you, Lord, for blessing the people of God. want to thank you, Lord, oh God, for your mercy endure forever. Lord, want to thank you, Lord, for blessing our leader, our first lady, the Pentecostal Power Church family, praying, Lord, you would strengthen the body of believers. Pray, God, you would encourage, you would heal, you would deliver, you would set free. Touch the many requests, Lord. Oh, God, spoken and unspoken, Lord. Meet the needs of thy people, Lord. So we petition you today, Lord, and we give you thanks and praise in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we pray that your blood will continue to cover. Oh, God, that you will bless those, oh, God, that our hearers will become doers of your word, Lord. We pray, God, you would save even those that desire to be saved. We know, God, that your hand is not short, it cannot save. Neither are your ears so heavy that you cannot hear us. And so, Father, we thank you. We praise you. We give you honor and glory. Ask you to bless the broadcast. Help us now as we decrease that your anointing would increase. And, Father, we forever thank you. We give you all the glory and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, well, we thank God for you. We thank God for you, you, and you on today. And we praise God for allowing us to be on the broadcast one more time. And we want to thank our uh, audience, our listening audience today for being a part of the broadcast today. And so we thank God for you. Uh, we hope that you're out there listening. And if you desire to call in, our telephone number is 414-420-2176. And we'll go ahead and get you uh, on the line so you can share with us on today. And so we're here in the name of the Lord. And so we thank God for his goodness toward us. And so we want to give a shout out to all of our listeners, to our pastor, uh, to our first lady of our Pentecostal Power Church here in Milwaukee. Uh, we definitely honor uh, each and every one of you in your respective place, to my own wife, Missionary Newson, and to each of you today. Uh, we just thank God, praise God. And so we have a great subject today. Uh, we are going to talk from, amen, the subject, amen, of, amen, just having our uh, our lives, you know, uh, you know, formulated into the word of Lord. Uh, when I say this is, you know, we're coming from second Timothy chapter three and, you know, it talks about the form and, uh, we, we want to, we want to talk about the form today, how we can, uh, take that form. Amen. And, uh, make it be amen. Uh, the true, uh, essence of, uh, what we're supposed to be as saints of God. And so, uh, that's what we're going to talk from today. Um, just so you know, uh, you know, we're, we're going to talk from that particular subject matter today. And so we want uh, the people of God to be encouraged. Uh, we want to go beyond uh, the form to be made, praise the Lord. And so that's what we want to do. We really want to reflect the image of God. And so we need to go beyond the form, 
praise the Lord. And so I hope I've said something to encourage you already. And so as we get ready to dive into this second Timothy uh, chapter three, uh, verse number one through five, we want to talk about the subject matter of going beyond the form. Praise the Lord. And uh, I know Apostle Paul and uh, uh, Timothy uh, wrote this particular uh, excerpt here um, dealing with the last days, uh, you know, going to be characterized by uh, sinfulness. And so we can see uh, that in our day that we're fastly uh, approaching. Uh, we're already in the end time, but we're fastly approaching the end of, of this age. And so with us fastly approaching the end of this age, uh, we're really uh, dealing with some things in our in our land and in our in our churches and in our communities. And so just in the world at large. And so we all if we're uh, uh, been uh, kind of listening these last uh, 30 days, we kind of see that a lot of sequence events are taking place. And so let's get in here. Uh, let's dive right into the word of the Lord and uh, see uh, what the Lord is actually saying to us on today. So we're going to dive in and uh, take a look at this here. And it says in Second uh, Timothy chapter 3, verse number 1 through 5, says, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitor, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Verse five having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. Praise the Lord. Oh, this is a real good subject today. And so we uh, want to take the time to uh, just uh, dive into it. Um, there's so much in here um, we can look at. Uh, you know, Paul references here to Timothy here about the last days and as we know this is uh the second letter to uh uh timothy to his son timothy this is the second letter he wrote and he talks to timothy about the urgency and that's what i want to talk to the people of god about the urgency time is of the essence praise the lord and so uh we have an urgent matter on our hand uh the last days, uh, what he's referencing here was after Jesus' resurrection, okay? So he talks about he alludes to the last days. And so we can see it uh, being up on us uh, now. And uh, he talks about, you know, uh, you know, uh, a lot of things, you know, Pentecost. He talks about the Holy Ghost falling on believers. And then he goes to a step beyond that and says, you know, uh, the second coming, which is the second coming of Christ, is 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 going to make us arrival. And so here we are today. Uh, you know, in, in many uh, 
societies and many uh, communities and many parts of our world in today's society, uh, we can find that there's uh, been a resistance for Christianity. You know, we can see that the spirit, you know, you know, you know, speak it expressly, you know, that in the latter time, some going to depart from the faith and give heed to seducing spirits and to doctrines of the devil. We can see that, the, you know, just by the climate of our society, that people are rejecting, you know, uh, Christian teaching, Christ teaching, you know, uh, gospel, good news. You know, people are not susceptible to that no more. People turn a deaf ear to the word of God. But they are hear all these other people talking about the coronavirus. They'll hear all these people talking about, you know, uh, you know, uh, no money in the system and all this stuff. But nobody wants to hear the good news, the word of God. Praise the Lord. And so these are all the things that, that, that the enemy wants to pump into our world. And so we have to look at it. It makes it difficult. I'm not saying it's difficult to be a Christian, but it makes it difficult for people to suggest that people be a Christian because uh, suffering is involved. When you mention the word suffering, nobody wants to suffer. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And so uh, that makes it, you know, that makes it, you know, uh, harder. I can't say difficult. It makes it harder for people to embrace, you know, uh, Christianity or embrace uh, you need to get saved. Praise the Lord. And so because nobody wants to suffer. Everybody wants the least path of resistance to get to where they need to go. But I did like something that I heard today uh, that, uh, you know, that the uh, governor of New York uh, had kind of mentioned, Andrew Cuomo, he kind of mentioned, you know, that, you know, trials, tests, hardship forges character. You know, and I, I thought that was good that he said that because you know, him being, I don't know if he's a God-fearing man or not, but just him having enough understanding to make that statement, that he understand that life comes with uh, a certain amount of suffering or challenge or difficulty. And so life itself is not a bed of ease, praise the Lord. And so we can't, we can't come over here and, 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 and uh, you know, receive, you know, this, uh, this doctrine of truth and not understand that there's a there's a certain level of uh, resistance that come along with it, and we have to be ready to fight and stand for what's right. Praise the Lord. And so, uh, just want to make sure that we're on track with that. So, just want to share that with you. Uh, Apostle Paul was sharing, you know, this with his son Timothy, and he was being more more uh, ex. Uh, you know, he was being more, you know, expletive. He was doing more expletives of dealing with the point of, okay, here's the rough part of it. You can be jailed. You can be killed. You can be, you know, beheaded, you know, for the gospel's sake. So he wasn't, you know, he wasn't, uh, he was really just giving him the, the, the real gut-wrenching side of what it takes, you know, to be a man and woman of God, you know, uh, for Christians. So he was really just laying this out in Second Timothy, letting them know that, you know, uh, the last days describe our society, you know, where there's uh, shouldn't be a comfortableness. People has gotten comfortable, you know, with this word Christian, you know, you know, we comfortable, we carry our Bible to church, you know, we go in and we praise the Lord and we go back home and we ready to go. 
No, 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 my friend. You carry your Bible to church to get an understanding about what this walk is all about. And when you leave the church, you're supposed to take that word that you receive and give it to somebody else that don't have it, plant it into somebody else's life so they can uh, benefit, be beneficiaries from what you've received already, praise the Lord. And so we know we're supposed to carry out this great commission, but in doing that, sometimes we are gonna be rejected. Sometimes we're gonna be said, um, you can't do that. You know, you, you, you know, the world is getting more resistant to, you know, Christ's teaching. So they're saying, hey, you can't do this. No infringing on our job. You can't say you can't talk about the Lord, you know, on your job and things of that nature. And we know all that is true. But there is a way to do anything when God inspires you and give you wisdom, because when people want to know about this good news, all that you have to do is share, share your phone number and ask them to call you when work is over with. And you still can share the good news, praise the Lord. And so we we still have a responsibility to spread the gospel, praise the Lord. And so that's what I'm sharing today with this uh, going beyond the form. Because the form is just, okay, look like a Christian, talk like a Christian, you know, uh, you know, uh, look real good on the outside, but there's no work going on on the inside, praise the Lord. There's no work going on uh, for the Lord. And so if you sit idle, you not, you know, telling nobody about the Lord, then that's the form I'm talking about right there. The form that causes you just to look and appear righteous, but there's really no action. You know, uh, love is an action word. And so God loved, so loved the world that he gave. And so we should so love the Lord and the gospel that we should do something. Praise the Lord. We should share something. We should say something. Praise the Lord. When the world is saying, shut up, we should be telling somebody about Jesus, how good and how wonderful, amen, and how lovely is our Lord. Praise the Lord. The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Praise the Lord. And so we should be telling people about the Lord. Praise the Lord. And so that's what this subject is about today, going beyond the form. Yeah, I know. Sometimes people say, well, it's hard. Yeah, but the way of a transgressor is hard. And so we have to make sure Paul was being descriptive, letting them know that the different behaviors that were going to take place in the last days in our society, what was going to happen. Many Christians, uh, uh, you know, weren't going to carry, you know, you know, wasn't going to carry out the service that God required them to carry out. And so we can see this when he talks about form in verse five. I'll read verse five again. Having a form of godliness. You can have a form, but if there's, you know, if there's no signature on that form, I'm just dealing with a paper form at this point. You know, you fill out an application, but there's no signature on it. There's, it really doesn't have any power. It's just a generic form uh, and it doesn't have any power in it to act. Praise the Lord. And so we too, we can look like Christians, talk like Christians and act like Christians. But if we don't have the Holy Ghost, 
We have no power and no authority to go and do what he commissioned us. Praise the Lord. And so we need the baptism. We need the Holy Ghost. These things help uh, aid and assist us in carrying out what God commissioned the apostles to carry out. Praise the Lord. And so uh, you're going to be powerless if you don't have the Holy Ghost. You're going to be powerless if you haven't been baptized in Jesus' name because you don't have the authority to operate in this name. Praise the Lord. And so baptism, you know, giving us our authority, you know, Holy Ghost is our power. Praise the Lord. And so just want to make sure I break that down. And so we need to know having that form is good, but we need to go beyond the form. Praise the Lord. And so having a form is good, but having a power is best. Praise the Lord. And so I want to make sure you understand that, my friend. And so here we are today. Uh, as we break this down, uh, Paul talks about another point here uh, that we need to check our life, you know, uh, against a, a, a list that shows what true uh, apostleship, Christianity, uh, discipleship is all about. We need to check that checklist on a daily basis. And, you know, that checklist has to deal with not just looking like a Christian. Praise the Lord. You know, we can look in the mirror. We can look sanctimonious. We can look sanctified. We can dress, you know, we can have our, you know, no jewelry, no makeup, no pants. We can have all this down pat. Praise the Lord. That's fine. But when you living the life, that's what people read. Yeah, people look at your outward exterior. Yeah, they look and say, oh, they they look like they say, but are they really? Praise the Lord. And so we know all this stuff. You know all this stuff. But here's the thing. In being a true saint and Christian, you got to be able to serve the Lord in difficult times. Praise the Lord. There's no time. There is no time for people that say that they're saved and filled with the Holy Ghost to be fear, be full of fear, full of panic, full of unstableness, don't know what to do. We should be praying. <laughs> Glory. Praise the Lord. And so in times like these, if you haven't been praying and should have been praying, it's praying time. And so here we are. You know, we we know that the last days is going to have a lot of stuff going on. People going to be truth breakers. They're going to be false accusers. They're going to be backbiters. They're going to be liars. They're going to be gossipers. They're going to be people running around talking about everybody's business, but their own business. Praise the Lord. I just don't, you know what? I'm not going to get into that. I just don't understand it, but I do understand it. You know, uh, people are full of, you know, they high-minded. They, they don't want to get low. They It's all about them. It's never about, you know, God has allowed this thing to take place so we can take another look at life and understand life is not just about us. We're all in this thing together. And you know what? I've been hearing that echoed a lot from different uh, officials, government leaders, and even church uh, leaders. People are saying we're all in this together. 
you just not now got it? We've always been in this together. We just not now because of this pandemic grappling with the reality of it. Because when it's when it's all said and done, when God really calls uh, the real judgment to fall upon this land, people are going to be running everywhere. Praise the Lord. And so I want to make that clear that they need to be running to the Lord right now. Praise the Lord. You need to be running to Jesus right now. Praise the Lord. You know, because we were doing our own thing. We were doing everything we wanted to do. We weren't praying. We wasn't coming to church. The pastor was telling us, you need to be praying. You need to be fasting. You need to take your salvation serious. And now that this pandemic is taking place, people don't have jobs. They're going to lose a lot of their livelihood. The government is not telling people the truth. The government is lying to you. Praise the Lord. They will tell you anything. But you know what? The world is going to take care of its own. So we that are in the church, we better wake up and realize we are the only help that we have. Those that are believers. Praise the Lord. All right. We have a caller. OK, I thought we had a caller, so we didn't get the caller. But we need to wake up. Praise the Lord. We need to wake up fast and smell the coffee because we're in these last days right now. People love pleasure more than they love God. People love to walk in a form, but they don't want the power. The pastor keep telling us, you need to get more deeper in God. You need to get the Holy Ghost. You need to stir up that gift in you. You need to make sure, you know, how God dwell in you, except you be reprobate. But then you want to play around all this time. Praise the Lord. Now it's up on us. Praise the Lord. And this is what's going to happen to the world. It's going to overtake them as a thief in the night and they shall not escape, the Bible says. And so we need to make sure that we got our lives together. We need to make sure we're not playing church. We need to stop all this foolishness. Praise the Lord. Oh, Lord. God bless you, my friend. We need to get serious. Praise the Lord. And so I just want to let us know today and encourage us that having that form, we need to go beyond that form. Praise the Lord. Okay, we need to go beyond, you know, uh, looking like saints and acting like saints and doing all this other because all that is good. But looking like a saint and got stuff in your heart against your brother and sister, the devil is a lie. Praise the Lord. You looking all sanctimonious, but you full of hell. Praise the Lord. That doesn't make any sense. We need to get our house in order. Praise the Lord. And I want to encourage you, my friend, go beyond the form. Don't don't, oh Lord, have mercy. Don't worry about other folk. Worry about your own soul. Praise the Lord. And you know what? I have a mandate from God. Bishop has a mandate from God. We're men of God. Our responsibility is to make sure everyone understands this gospel, understands what's getting ready to take place, understand that you need to get your house in order. You need to get closer to God. Praise the Lord. Simple, plain and simple. This is not about what you've done. This is about what you have not done. Praise the Lord. If you have not repented of your sin, you need to repent now. If you have not been baptized in Jesus' name, you need to get baptized. Praise the Lord. Plain and simple. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, you need to be getting the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. I can't give it to you. Bishop can't give it to you. But I know a man named Jesus 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. And, you know, the scripture tell us if we ask anything in his name, he will do it. Praise the Lord. And so we have no reason not to ask the Lord. You know, and the Bible says to many that received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Praise the Lord. So God wants you to come to him. Praise the Lord. Amen. He said, you know, uh, all of you that are uh, burdened and heavy laden. He said, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. I'll give you rest. Praise the Lord. He said, take my yoke upon you. Learn of me for a meek and lowly in heart and you shall find rest for your soul. Praise the Lord. We need Jesus. In difficult times, we need to still serve the Lord. No, you may not can go to your physical church right now. No, you may not can go to a physical building. But we can pray, saints. We can get on the phone. We can get on our knees. We can get in our individual closets. And we can call on the Lord. Glory. And so we encourage you. We encourage you today. I know um, you may sound a little strong today. But we encouraging you to get on your face before the Lord and call on the name of Jesus. If you call on the name of Jesus, he will answer prayer. As I get ready to close out on this today, going beyond the form, the form means its appearance to look like it's godliness. We got enough of that going on in our church society. Praise the Lord. You know, we, we got enough of that going on. Praise the Lord. You look godly. Praise the Lord. You know, everybody want to appear righteous. Praise the Lord. But are you righteous? Because those that are righteous, you know, nothing but the righteous shall see God. Huh? You have to live holy and you have to live right. If you're not living right, that's not godliness. Titus 2 and 11 says, for the grace of God, which bringeth salvation, teaches us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, that we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Who says it can't be done? It can be done. Oh, praise the Lord. This is a lot of nonsense. You sleeping with somebody else's wife, you got some looking at somebody else's husband, or you trying to talk to somebody else's spouse, praise the Lord. And you saying you godly, come on. Come on. The Bible teaches us better. Nature itself teaches us something. Praise the Lord. So we know better. But look at this, though. The form or appearance of godliness, it, it, it includes all of this above. Going to church. Knowing the doctrine. You know the truth, but you ain't walking in the truth. Praise the Lord. You go to, you go to church. Bible class is going on. You out in the quarter. Praise the Lord. Or you go to church, you you know, prayer is going on, uh, you on your phone doing something else. Praise the Lord. These are all the things that we do. We don't really practice what we preach. Praise the Lord. Using these Christian cliches, you know. Yeah, God loves us. He really does. You know, we use a lot of cliches. And then we want to talk about, you know, uh, Christian traditions, you know, you know, I, you know, I, I do this, I do that. Like the rich man, the rich young ruler. He said he did all those things up from his youth. None of that is beneficial. If you're not willing to deny yourself, 
and take up the cross and follow Jesus, if you're not willing to follow the instructions of your pastor in full detail, and you just don't want to do part of what God has commanded the leader to tell you to do, you're not totally obedient. Partial obedience is total disobedience. Praise the Lord. So, so I, I you know, I, I just, I just see a lot of holes, you know, in this thing that we call form. You know, it's a lot of holes in the form and the form don't carry no weight if there's no signature on it. What I'm saying to you is if you're not going to line up with the word of God, then that form ain't going to help you. When you line up with it, you're saying, I'm going to be a doer of the word and not just a hearer only. Praise the Lord. And so here we are. As I get ready to finalize this, it says such practices can make a person look good. But if the inner attitude or belief has not changed, this is what Jesus said to the scribes. He said, cleanse ye first the inside of the cup and the platter, that the outside may appear to be clean also. Are you really practicing a good lifestyle? Holiness is a lifestyle. It's not, you know, it's not what people make it. This is not a, you know, this is not a comedy show. This is not TV. This is not, you know, this is not uh, whatever people think this is. You know, this is not a, a, a you know, a, a screenplay. Praise the Lord. This is reality. Living for God, true holiness is a reality that we must embrace as true Christians, as true saints of God, we got to make sure that the doctrine that's in us, the teaching, doctrine means teaching, the teaching that's in you is pure word. Praise the Lord. Not all of this, you know, uh, marshmallow stuff. You know, we got to make sure we're eating the meat of the word. The Bible said, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. This, he's talking about babes there. But you that are a full age, you need some meat, praise the Lord. And you that's been here a long time, been around for a long time, it's time for you to go ahead and grab hope to the truth. Praise the Lord. And I think we have some uh, callers coming in. So we wanna, want these callers to come in. Our caller line is 414-420-2173. Praise the Lord. 414-420-2176. As we wrap up this broadcast, we're going to leave space for you to call in, share, make remarks, uh, give a word, give a shout out. So we're here. As we get ready to close out this, I just want to finish this last thought, and then we're going to open the line up for calls to call in, okay? And so here we are. We need to make sure, we need to make sure that we're practicing a good lifestyle, as Jesus told many of his uh, disciples, he said, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. You know, the word of God tells us, let your light so shine that men may see your good works and glorify the father, which is in heaven. We don't want to, we're not doing this to be seen. Praise the Lord. We don't preach to be seen. We don't teach to be seen. You know, we're not teaching and preaching for an audience. And this is why uh, I thank God for the opportunity to have a platform, because some people won't, you know, they don't want you preaching at their church because they don't want you telling 
the flat out truth. Praise the Lord. But the flat out truth is the word of God is the only thing we need to be building on. Anything else we build on, we got to take heed how we build on this foundation. Praise the Lord. We can't put no anything on this. It won't stand. Praise the Lord. We got to build according to the apostles, prophet, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. We got to make sure we're uttering truth, y'all. Praise the Lord. We got to make sure we're sharing truth and that we're standing in the truth. Praise the Lord. It says such practice can make a person look good, but the inner attitudes and belief, even they love is false. Praise the Lord. You know how people say, I love you. And you know they don't love you. Praise the Lord. They don't love you more than a monkey swinging out of a tree. How you love me? If you love me, you will treat me like you treat yourself. Praise the Lord. You ain't going to treat me no any kind of way and then treat yourself real good. That's not love. Praise the Lord. And so, you know, a lot of time, these are just words. These are just empty words without any validation behind them, without any power behind them. Praise the Lord. But if you really love your brother and sister, in times like these, it's going to show up. You're going to check on them. You're going to buy them some water. You're going to share a meal with them because it's going to get to the point where ain't going to be no food. <laughs> Y'all ain't going to say nothing. You ain't got to say nothing. I know because it's coming. Praise the Lord. And so my thing is, no, the church don't have to go through the great tribulation. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is we not going to get through this life without having some trouble. He said in the world, you're going to have some tribulation. Praise the Lord. And we can see some tribulation happening right now. And so let's look out for one another. Let's let our love be without dissimulation. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We're going to love everybody. Praise the Lord. We ain't going to just love those that's in our amen corner. Because we got enough of that foolishness going on. We don't need an amen corner. Jesus is our amen corner. Praise the Lord. Here it is. The form is something that's needed. But the power needs to be a man right there with the form. Praise the Lord. Just having that form, that's okay. That just says we have structure. But having power shows not only God, but it shows others that we have the discipline of what it takes to be that word disciple. Praise the Lord. A disciple, that derivative of that word is discipline. If you're going to be a disciple of God, you got to be disciplined in the word of God. You ain't no disciple if you ain't disciplined by the word of God. If the word of God is not governing you, if the word of God is not your lamp to your feet and the light to your path, if the word of God is the last thing you pick up throughout your day, praise the Lord, then my friend, you've been deceived. Praise the Lord. And so I want to encourage you today, pick up your Bible, read your Bible, pick up yourself and pray. Pick up yourself and call somebody else if you're too weak to pray. Praise the Lord. We don't want to just look like we got love, like we worship in the Lord. Because, you know, you know, real love, I'm going to say this as I get ready to close. I, I didn't mean to go as long as I did today, but I feel the Holy Ghost. Real love, anybody in a relationship, 
especially husband and wives, this is what I'm re re referring to in this last segment here. Uh, in a real relationship, and you say you love your spouse, you love your significant spouse, right? Love shows action in some kind of response. Praise the Lord. We said we love the Lord. And where's our worship? Where's our worship in times like this? Just because you're not able to physically go to church? You don't that stop your worship? No, 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 my friend. The word of God in Romans 8 and 35 uh, through 39, he said he would let nothing separate him from the love of God. Coronavirus shouldn't stop you from praising, thanking your God. God is still worthy to be praised. From the rising of the sun to the going down the saying, his name is worthy to be praised. Praise the Lord. So no matter what's going on in your life, my friend, go beyond the form. Give God praise. Give God thanks. It could be worse. Praise the Lord. It could be worse for us. So we talking about what isn't and what we don't have and what ain't transpired. Is the government going to give me a, st a stimulus check? If the, if, the, if the government don't give you a stimulus check, God is worthy to be praised. Praise the Lord. Because we're going to make it as saints. Praise the Lord. We're going to make it, you know, and we need to echo that to one another. We, we need to encourage one another like never before to let each other know we're going to make it whether the government do anything or not. Because our hope ain't built on the government. Praise the Lord. Our hope need to be in Jesus. As I get ready to wrap this up, I want to have to, I'm going to have to visit this again because this is really, really good. I didn't mean to say all this. Uh, well, I didn't mean to use all this time, but I meant to say all that God put in me to say. But I thought I could get it in uh, in a short period of time, but it seemed like the Holy Ghost is stretched out a little bit today. And so I want to say this, you know, uh, it's good. Have a good inner attitude and belief, love, and but we shouldn't lack worship as believers. If your uh, love toward God lacks worship, then then uh, if you say you love God and there is no worship, then you know that that doesn't that doesn't uh, that doesn't pass the smell test. Because if we love God, we're gonna worship Him. Because they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. Praise the Lord. And so we need to get up off of our lazy bed and get up and say, thank you, Lord. Even if you got the coronavirus, even if you sick, even if you got a fever, thank you, Lord, because somebody can't breathe this morning. Somebody, somebody pulse is not going. Praise the Lord. So it could be worse. And so I want to encourage you. Paul warns us not to be deceived by people who only appear to be Christians. They appear. Everybody's saying they saved now. And I said this before, and I'll say this again. People said, we all God's children. Well, I'll, I'll put it this like this here. We all God's children when it comes to creation. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But you have to be born to be a child of God. Praise the Lord. You have to be born of the water and of the spirit. And so one aspect in creation, yeah, he's your father in creation, but hallelujah, you know, uh, but have you accepted the son through redemption? Praise the Lord. And so we got to make sure we've been redeemed because 
Psalm 107 said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom the Lord had redeemed out of the hand of the enemy. We're not hearing enough feedback from Christians that say they saints. You know, we've been on this show for a little while, but we ain't getting enough feedback, enough amens from these saints that say they saints. But you know what? Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So if you've been redeemed, I'm looking for you to call in. 414-420-2176. Amen. And let the world know, let people know that Jesus saves. Praise the Lord. Paul wanted us to know. We are not to disguise ourselves as Christians. Praise the Lord. Amen. We don't put our lamp under a bushel. Praise the Lord. But we ought to let this light shine. Amen. We ought to be that beacon on the hill. Praise the Lord. And I believe if we that beacon on the hill, somebody will grab hope and know that there is a bomb in Gilead. Praise the Lord. There is a physician. There is a healer. And his name is Jesus. And so I hope I said something to encourage you today, my friend. We do thank God for you. Uh, we are going to open up the line. Um, we're just going to play a little mute gospel for you. And then uh, we're going to let you go. But we thank God for you uh, being with us again, uh, being with us on this broadcast. And so we thank God. And we want you to call in. Our number is 414-420-2176. Our telephone number is uh, 414-420-2176. Two one seven six, praise the Lord. And again, we want to thank you for being a part of this Faith in God Internet TV. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom. May God bless you. Until next time.